0: You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. I I have a lot of fun going to see you perform. Um, I have a lot of fun seeing you just, you know, outside connecting with people and just being yourself. I even told you more recently just to see the growth over just the really, you know, the short amount of time that I've known you. I feel like you've experienced so much and you've grown so much. Um, that, you know, it it just affirms just everything that you said you were gonna do, you know, when I first met you. Um, so I'm just happy that now we get a chance to like finally have a conversation for the podcast because you know we've talked like this before, but you know it's good to let other people hear it as well. So, without any further ado, please introduce yourself.
1: Yo, what's up? This your girl Nina. Nina Watcha, Afro House DJ from South Africa. Recently newly reformed producer. Hey. Boop, 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 boop.
0: Nice, nice, <laughs> nice
1: uh What's good, Tash? Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Thank you for being on the open canvas. I really appreciate, you know, just having this time to, to just, you know, chill with you. I feel like, you know, over these past few months, there's just been a lot to talk about, you know, and there's Absolutely. been a lot of experiences. And every time we just like see each other in passing, we, you know, we just, you know, we touch base. Um, but, you know, I always feel like there was, like, a larger conversation that we're, we were going to have, you know? So, so definitely, definitely great. Excited to have you on the podcast, for yeah, real.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, we had so much um, to talk about that. the yeah. day. We couldn't contain it in one night. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been gone for, like, almost half of a year yeah. so. Um, it's good to be back, and you know, it's even better to be on this podcast to share, you know, my journey with your listeners.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and um, yeah. So I'm trying to remember how and when we first met. Like, do you remember that? Oh my god,
1: it must have been a King folk, probably yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I yeah, yeah. uh, when I was doing Sunday special with Gaijin, probably.
0: Right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I right. I think
1: that's probably where we met. Um, and this was like last year, beginning of summer, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun time. Fun time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, and just even at that time, um, you know, you, you, I think, you, did you just recently move to New York or were you, were you no, here for a minute?
1: No, I had been, I'd been here for a minute. Um, I mean, it took me a while to, like, integrate into, like, the New York lifestyle. Yeah, let's start at the
0: beginning. Right? <laughs> you know, you see, you're not, you know, originally from New York. Where, where were you originally from?
1: Um, so, I was born in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And raised in South Africa. Well, actually, I'm kind of like an international baby because yeah. I spent a lot of time like uh, traveling with my family. Mm. Uh, England. Uh, we would come here sometimes, and um, but yeah, mostly for the most part, it was South Africa, Zimbabwe, Southern Africa, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you were traveling as young as you could remember?
1: Yeah, I've always been on the move. Probably explains a lot right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like you're sort of doing that in a different way now.
1: I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of seeing the world in a different perspective, in a fun way, perspective, actually, you know. But yeah, so uh, born in Zimbabwe, like I said, raised in South Africa, and um, yeah, and now I live here. So I've been in New York for like four years now. Mm-hmm. And it took me about a year to like really integrate and meet people and you know, cause you know, you move and you're trying to settle, settle in. You're trying to, you know, meet people, see who you're gonna click with, who you don't click with, you know, and you're trying to kind of fit in. And also there's this whole big issue of culture shock, which I went through pretty intensely, mm. you know. Uh, I come from a very traditional background. And then you come to America where it's like, freedom! And you're like, mm. wait, what? <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: What year do you remember coming to the States?
1: Um, It was 2004. Okay. I don't know I'm lying. 2014.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, 2014.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. So, So for yourself, like that culture shock, what was the difference between, you know, from where you were living to then coming here?
1: Um, I had a lot of things going on. So it wasn't just necessarily the lifestyle of where I was coming from, to here. It was also personal growth and personal changes as well that was happening. Because, like I said, I come from a very cultural background where my grandmother was the one who uh, pretty much taught me everything there is to know. And also, culturally, I come from a place where women are, you know, seen in a different light. You know, you tell them Oh, I'm going to be a musician They look at you and they're like Oh god, he's going to be a hoe in the streets You know (laughs) It's, It's that kind of culture where You know, you're raised to be Someone's wife, to be someone's mother And not necessarily From a career standpoint Where you actually have a career to Um, do something With yourself But at the same time, there's another part of it Where you're like, um expected to be where you go to school and you get that education so it's pretty much um, school orientated yeah. if that makes any sense yeah where you are you can't do anything else outside of school you know literally like the typical stereotype expectations of an African family where the like if you're not a doctor or a teacher or a cop then anything else outside of that it mm. doesn't make any sense you yeah. know what I mean so Um, Coming from that to here in New York where you can literally be anything, Mm. you know, there's their dormants who make more money than, you know, people who work regular nine to five jobs, Mm. you know. Um, And then you have all this opportunity to really embrace who you are. It was it was very intense for me and also kind of finding my feet as a. DJ as somebody who loves music it was like you kind of have a struggle fitting in because you know as you know America is mostly hip-hop central and then you come to New York where it's like you have a multitude of different um, genres of music that people gravitate towards but not necessarily Afro house and you're like so where exactly am I gonna fit in Mm. You know, so that was happening as well. So I was kind of like having, to be honest, like a identity crisis. Mm, mm, (laughs) You know, and it took um, me stepping away and really like solidifying what I love, what I, you know, for me to come back and be like, okay, this is it and be able to deliver the way I want to deliver.
0: Yeah, and coming back to where, you know, you, you feel more comfortable in who you are right now, I feel like, you know, it's great because I sort of have seen sort of the last phase of that journey. And I remember just, you know, hearing you, you know, just going through that process.
1: I'm sure, it's, like you said, you can definitely attest to that growth because you saw me from before I left. Um, you know, it was, it was, what's crazy is that I was, it was so intense that I was like, okay, I just need some time away for myself. It Mm. wasn't even on some intentional, I need to like go out there and find myself, you know. Um, And now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I really do see the power in like stepping away from your situation and trying to reevaluate everything. Because I was going through a really, really... um, hard tough patch you know Mm. and I was really struggling with like trying to see what works for me and what doesn't and going away and going through the entire process from the sleepless nights the crying myself to sleep the you know the one thing that remained constant Was music to be honest like I I know it probably sounds like a cliche for me to say this but music literally saved my life even till today when I'm in a bad space I just listen to you know whatever grooves that gets me out of that space and you know transition it maybe even now more so takes me to a place where I'm able to create Mm. where I'm able to write because I write poetry as well so I write my poetry um you know and you know kind of uh just okay before i get into that uh you know (laughs) (laughs) poetry was like my first love (gasps) from like way back in the day you know when uh, did
0: that start do you remember
1: so like probably like sixth grade i would say Mm -hmm. yeah i think i was in sixth grade and you know i had a teacher who always was like you know write about your feelings. She was always like, write about your feelings. And she would make the whole class, you know, write about your feelings. <laughs> you you, know, you get into like little squabbles with other people in school and she's like, write it down, pass the note and then resolve your issues, you know. So it just became a part of like my process of dealing with, you know, anything, any internal, mm. you know, discord or even external. Like if I feel a certain way, I write it down, let it out, so I don't have to be aggressive about it, you know. So I just kind of carried on the tradition. So even then, going to high school, doing literature, I was not the greatest literature student, funny enough, but I just loved writing Mm. about whatever it is that I was feeling, whether it's good, bad, or really, really ugly. Mm. I just wrote about it. So poetry is literally my first love. And then I also went through the whole phase of me trying to be a rapper, and I was like, okay, <laughs> 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 maybe not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I just continued on writing. Mm
0: and um you this know. is amazing i, I had no idea about this <laughs> i know <about> so, <laughs> it's like, like my
1: little hidden secret this right? is great like i'm
0: i'm, I'm still enjoying this yeah, continue, continue.
1: yeah so um you know that love for poetry just grew and grew and grew some more and my friends were so much into hip-hop and rap, and then i um gravitated more towards like conscious rap mm-hmm. um the likes of like Kendrick Lamar, the Jay Cole's, the modern day uh, rappers, you know. Mm. And my mom always exposed us to that. I mm. swear she probably th- wanted me to be a boy. Mm. she would made literally no, I mean she would literally make me dress like a boy, like the baggy <laughs> jeans with the chains and everything. That's why I yeah. thought I was gonna be a rapper. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, the home videos, you know, I, and I thought I was left eye at the time, okay. I really went some serious phases. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, going through that phase of like developing myself and becoming this person that I am today, Mm. you know, music has always been a constant part of that, Yeah, you know. And uh, now it's crazy because I actually am making music now and that's mind boggling (laughs) to me, you know, and it's a very powerful, too, because I'm able to communicate whatever it is that I'm feeling through music. Mm. Maybe somebody else there feels the same way, you know, and they can resonate with whatever music that I'm making. So yes. it's a very incredible process, to be honest. Wow.
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just so happy <laughs> listening to you right now, like because it's so true. And, and even like seeing you DJ, I feel like it's also a part of that as well, because you could see your love for music, you know, and how you're DJing. And I feel like, you know, anyone who else is there and experience it and who also loves music can't help but feel the same way. You know, I think that's, that's kind of what a lot of people are, are needing now. You know, I feel like we go to parties and we want to sort of, you know, be reminded of why we love music in the first place. You know, we don't just want to feel like we're experiencing the same thing over again. We just want to, we want to feel, you know, that same you know, sense of love, you know, and, and appreciation for the music. Um, so the fact that you know you you sort of dj with that in mind, you know, it sort of helps you know, other people sort of remind themselves of why they love music and why they're even out <laughs> yeah, yeah. why they're even out to have a good time, you know, so so it's real. It's really real. yeah,
1: yeah um, you're right to say that, um, so it's crazy because I started djing because not necessarily because I love music, but it was when it all started off as a way of making extra money because I was trying to go to school yeah. full time and I needed something that was going to be flexible. But then at the same token, there was this side of me that really does love music, but I never thought I'd be able to put it out there, mm. you know? And, um, you know, you're in college and you have so much going on and you're just like, oh, DJing, whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, to now where I'm actually doing that full time. Like that's solely what I'm doing is music. Mm. You know, whether it's DJing or I'm producing, I'm in the studio somewhere, or I'm traveling because of music mm. is insane. Yeah. And everybody who's known me from back then, they're like, Okay, it was about time because <laughs> we all thought you was gonna do that from a long time ago. Wow. You oh. know, so now I'm like I'm able to do that and I'm like, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, wow, okay. You know, and obviously I'm my worst critic. So whenever uh, I go on uh, before my set, I have this little mantra of mine where I'm like, stay true to form. Whatever it is that, let the music take control. Just let it happen. You know, it's going to work out. You're going to be fine. Just let whatever it is that you're feeling with the music, just communicate that to everybody and they're gonna flow with you, you wow. know? And I'm sure, you. well, you've been to my most recent shows recently mm-hmm. and I don't play your regular top 40. Right. Even from an Afro house scene, I'm playing underground music that people will be like, yo, I've never heard that before, mm-hmm. but oh my God. Yeah. You know, it's that Afro house that tribal music and um, it just to be able to communicate that and to see people dance to it and be able to like, you know, at the end of the night uh, I had people walk up to me and they'll be like, oh, you know, we had such a great time thank you, your music was amazing I've been looking for something different or, you know, I felt what you was feeling when you mm. were DJing, I was watching you and you were really grooving and I was grooving with you, you know, <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's, it's you know, it my to me it's like mission accomplished. Yes. You yes. know, mission accomplished because that's really what I set out to do. Is mm-hmm. I want people to feel what I feel when I listen to music. Right. And it's it's a great feeling to to do that. That's
0: amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm speechless. I, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. I feel like you're you're sort of really like capturing what it really is about. You know, and I think that's what what I, I enjoy hearing. Um, I even remember you know when you were traveling to Texas uh a few months ago and and even (laughs) that journey um and just sort of you know you know you were able to connect with some some friends down there and you know even that journey of sort of like you know finding your 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 voice and yourself those travels, you know, I feel right. like that was a, a big step for you as well. Do you remember that time? Yeah, yeah, I remember, <laughs>
1: and thank you for that. Uh, you know, I met some really amazing mm. people over there, really? and yeah. I probably wouldn't have if you hadn't linked me up with uh, Marie.
0: Oh, T, yeah. yeah. T. Shout out to T. Shout
1: out to T. For yeah. sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, T. Linked me to Brandon, and then it was a whole ripple effect, yeah. and I met a whole bunch of people out in um, Texas. You know, Natural High, um, Kmore, DJ Kmore. Really, really amazing people. They made my stay there super amazing. Yeah. And shout out
0: to all of them, by all the way.
1: All of them, <laughs> the Texas crew, y'all. The real MVPs out there, y'all you know just seeing what it's like being in the south and here i am an african girl trying to play some afro house to people who are used to listening to crunk mm-hmm. and dolly Putton. like it's like <laughs> whoa country music central and you're bringing house music yeah. you know it's like whoa boof. <laughs> <laughs> For real. and it was well received mm-hmm. you know that's One place I really learned how to deliver Mm. music to people who are not necessarily accustomed to listening to a certain sound. Because you go to a club now, sadly, I really hate this, but sadly, you're going to hear the top 40s because that's what people like Mm. and that's what makes the putty jump. And then... So now I'm like, okay, here I am. I'm bringing a different sound. I'm bringing stuff that you don't even know. Even if I play the top 40 of Afro House, you're probably not going to know it because it's not necessarily a sound that people gravitate to like here in New York. Right. And uh, how am I going to deliver that mm. to those kind of people? So I learned a really big lesson on like uh, delivering or writing a certain way from how you normally write or... Uh, put a packet together Mm. for a different person in order for them to understand what you're trying to say right so you know I got so much love over there and I was able to do quite a lot I ended up in South by Southwest I was literally the only one playing Afro House (laughs) or house music you know it was mostly techno and hip hop and R&B and you know just seeing people get on the dance floor and they're like okay we're really feeling what you're doing (sighs) it was crazy you know and that's because I just met with really great people who were able to put me on and gave give me a platform to do that. Mm. So that's something I don't take for granted. And I really, really, you know, and it all started with you, honestly. I just.
0: Nah, <laughs> no. You got to understand, like, it, I, I just enjoy hearing these stories. Like, I feel like that's what it's about. And I sort of, you know, knew that about you is that, you know, you, you value everything and every experience. So I feel like. You know, just being able to hear these stories is like a gift to me. You know, just to even hear that that you know growth and development and, and the people that you've met, mm-hmm. because then that probably rippled off into like other like experiences and, and people that you were able to touch and like really you know impact. And I feel like that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. we're all out here trying to trying to help each other. I feel like that's what that's what we're meant to do. So so like just the fact that you sort of took it upon yourself and took it like. You know three four times even where where you know i even saw it going is like just right. you know that just speaks to you you know i feel like you know you you made the most of it and and i feel like you're continuing to make the most of every opportunity and it's great i'm just enjoying you know enjoying to watch it <laughs> for real.
1: uh it, it, yeah it was um you know that ripple effect um i think it would be unfair for me not to mention this you know i've had um for example uh, sensei, mm. you know, he's an um, artist from Texas who produces and also does uh, uh, DJing as well. Yeah. You know, I'd never met him before, but I was looking for a house music scene while I was out there in Texas. And then I bumped into his profile on Instagram mm. and I was like, OK, I don't care. <laughs> if they're gonna think I'm a weirdo But I'm gonna hit him up mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try and meet him up And see what we can do yes. You know, so I sent a DM Like literally I was sliding in people's DMs All the way yeah. And yeah. I was like, yo, so my name is blah, blah 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 This is what I do Would you like to link up and see if we can do something mm-hmm. And I linked up with him And, you know He just looked at me crazy And now he's able to tell me that Like mm-hmm. uh, almost two months later He's like you are one crazy person Like <laughs> How are you going to Slide in my DMs Yeah You've been in Texas For less than a month And look at the things That you're able to accomplish mm-hmm. And he always says this to me He's like You know I really look up to you mm-hmm. And you I, He says I gave him A different perspective On you know How to go about his career Wow and ever since I've left, like every time he does something, is like, "Yo, thank mm. you so much. This is what I'm doing now." I mean, he played a, one a, a festival. He's doing a lot more wow. shows, and he's sticking to his form, right? Like
0: which said, is yeah.
1: amazing. Wow. And he's wow. like, you know, you. He's like, I really inspired him, and um, you know, to me, that's like, but I didn't do anything, and he's mm. like, just the fact that you were you remained true to yourself. And you came out there and you pushed so hard. You pushed so hard. You put yourself in very weird and uncomfortable positions mm-hmm. in pursuit of what you love is amazing. Yeah. And I and he says he looks up to that. So Shit. I'm I'm really flattered and yeah, humbled yeah. <laughs> at the same time. And I'm like, whoa. Wow. I'm able to do that for someone to mm-hmm. the point that they're able to change um, their outlook on life mm-hmm. and want to pursue more for themselves. That's a crazy crazy thing to do you know to think that somebody out there really appreciates what you're doing and not necessarily for them but loves what you do and is able to grow from watching you from watching you do what you do so Mm. it's crazy it's really crazy you know so from that i just um it reinforced the whole my little mantra of like stay true to form Mm. you know where i'm like no matter what it is, you're going to find people who are going to vibe with what you do, who are going to truly understand what you're trying to communicate. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to have everybody um, understand you, which is why we have different genres of music, right? Mm. So stay true to form. No matter how hard it is, no matter, I'm just going to keep pushing and keep pushing. That's it. So that right there is what keeps me. Keeps my glow mm. That's why it keeps me going That's why it gets me crazy On the decks Like you saw mm-hmm. Last yeah. week on Wednesday <laughs> Yeah We were at Bembe y'all Like if
0: anybody's been to Bembe They know it's like You know You got the DJ yeah. set happening And then you have the live drummers Right in front of them Yep. And then everyone's there To dance You know It's not one of those things Where you could just stand And be cool Like if you stand in Bembe Like you something look like you're wrong. Doing Something <laughs> wrong. You need to be dancing in there So yeah You, you definitely like I, I, That night was great by the way thank you but, but thank yeah you, you really you really like you know went in on your set for real it was crazy you know what's
1: crazy I was supposed to do a two hour set but I ended up doing a four hour <laughs> yeah, set yeah I, I was so like I, I set was set the, that yeah. I shut it down they, they didn't
0: want you to leave though. and I'm like, like whoa <laughs> hey <laughs> hold up
1: you know so the guy who booked me for it he's like yeah, just keep going just keep going <laughs> They're feeling it. Just keep going. Saw that too. I, like, <laughs> 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 and he kept on coming to check. He's like, "You good? You, I want you to keep going." But are you good? And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good." Um, it, it was crazy. It yeah. was really crazy because um, this is makes it my second time. I think yes, yeah, playing at Bembe. Mm-hmm. And the first time I spent there was like sometime last year, it was during the winter and it snowed that night, I remember, so there wasn't a great turnout. Mm -hmm. So I opened. Okay. So I did like ten to I think like eleven thirty. Okay. And then he finished off and I was nervous as hell. And, you know, I was still going through all those, you know, and that internal should I be doing Afrobeat or should I stick to house? Right, should I be... Right. And you know, you get this tug of war where people come and be like, oh, we don't want to hear this. We want this instead. And, and you know... Now the difference was like I'm able to be like You know This is what I came prepared for Mm. You know As a DJ Like literally going back To the roots of being a DJ Where you're teaching people About other music Other than what you hear On the radio Mm. You know that I feel like that's what We are supposed to do Curate a set That's going to make sense You're telling a story You're taking someone on a trip Where you're like Okay So you start here By the end of the night You're going to be so turned up You're not You know You're going to go home And be like Whoa Yeah (laughs) I did not know a single track That that guy (laughs) played But oh my god It was Yeah The best night of my life You Mm -hmm. know So uh, Just being able to do that Is like Really really important to me Because I feel like As DJs We're losing the essence Of our craft so I'm really, really trying to stay away from that. You know, I'm making I'm making an intentional, uh, conscious decision to stay away from, you know, being a top 40 DJ. Right. Yeah. So if you're going to be coming up to my, you know, any of my shows, don't be <laughs> expecting to hear Drake, you know, <laughs> top 40, yeah. you know, not that I have anything oh, against no, it, no, no. but you know, I'm you might hear a track or two but yeah. for the most part huh, that's going back to the essence of like what djs are supposed to do mm. you know keep you dancing and sweating on the dance
0: floor, <laughs> right? i, I feel you i feel you well I, i'm also just excited to see like even from now looking into the future how you're going to just sort of continue to to elevate and to just find new ways to express yourself you know, I'm, I'm just beginning to realize like, yo, now that you, I know you're a poet, yeah. you know, that's that's also another like, you know, chapter of yourself that I'm looking forward to seeing you express in different ways that you feel comfortable, you know, I just see I just see so much for you and, and I feel like you're just beginning to, to realize your potential. And it's great. It's great. Cause I love, I love seeing, you know, I love seeing <laughs> you just you. realize it every day. So, so yeah, if, is uh, there anything you're looking forward to doing in the future?
1: Um. Yeah, I have a lot of projects actually uh, that are I'm working on. So, like I said, um, my biggest one really is my EP. Mm. I've got an EP that I'm working on. Nice. With a lot of uh, underground music producers from mm-hmm. South Africa. Like I went to South Africa as part of my travels, and I met a lot of producers while I was there. So, you know, I'm just trying to give them a platform to, you know, kind of cross. Um. Uh, bridges to be like, okay, New York needs South Africa and be able to Put that link together right. You know, so they can get Whatever it is that they can, if I'm able to Provide that platform for them, then that's great Absolutely. So I'm working on my EP And it's gonna Have a variety of genres Of house music, specifically South African house music mm. So like Afro House, you're gonna have The Boom, you're gonna have Uh now I'm a piano. You're going to have mm. the slow jam uh, house music um, and the commercial music as well. So it's like I'm just trying to integrate and create those relationships with people because we just made those connections through music, Bye. Bye. you know, and also being able to communicate what I want to communicate because mm. my project this time, my first project, my EP is mostly to put my poetry into my music mm. Mm. so yeah that's why i'm working with a lot of producers and not necessarily producing myself because i'm still learning you know the craft the proper way of producing music so i'm not ready to necessarily put anything out there by myself but I'm working with people to to get there. So yeah. while I'm learning, I'm putting my poetry into that music as well.
0: So Amazing. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. For I'm real.
1: definitely <laughs> looking forward to that. So that's one of my um, projects. Another one is I'm starting an Afro House Party. Well, not necessarily Afro House, but this party for me is mostly to put African music on the map. And not necessarily Afrobeat. There's other genres of African music, you know. And um, I'm trying to create a platform where we can embrace that. Yes. So me personally, obviously, it would be Southern African uh, house music because that's what I acclimate towards. So whoever else that I'll be booking, whatever it is that they're able to express would be great. There's like Cooper de Kale, there's Kaduro. There's like um, so many... Pla- um, genres of house music and I'm trying to stay away from Afrobeat because there's a lot of Afrobeat going on so I'm just trying to give the other side of Africa, the other side of African (laughs) music, a platform to do that because you don't necessarily have house music parties Mm. in New York. Most of the time it's like techno or electronic music, not necessarily Afro house or like tribal house or Mm. Kuduro even or you know so... Um, I'm working with my uh, really close friend. Well, recently close friend. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to call him my best friend now because I love him to death. I'm yeah. working with Uproot Andy to start this party. So yeah, shout
0: out to Aproot Andy, right. by the way. Shout
1: yeah. out to Aproot Andy. So I'm really looking forward to that project. Mm. And uh, shout out to uh, Roger. Mm. Uh, he runs this party called Chakula Chetu. Amazing food. Shout out, Roger. <laughs> uh, so you know, we're just trying to create that platform. So those are my two major projects that I'm working on that I'm really, really excited to see come into, you know, into form.
0: Nice, nice, I'm looking forward to everything. I'm looking forward to everything you just said. I feel like each thing that you're gonna sort of bring to life is gonna be like just a new way for us to experience you. You know, and experience your mind. You know, I feel like there's a lot. There's a lot you have to offer. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh my
1: god, you're putting me on the spot right now.
0: (laughs) You you got this. You got this. But but yeah, just once again, I just want to say thank you for everything. Um, You know, this is like it's a long time coming for us to do this. You know, so I feel like it's great, but it's always the right time. You know, I think like this is definitely the moment to have this conversation. So I just want to thank you for everything.
1: No, thank you for having me. I was super excited about doing (laughs) open canvas. I was like, I'm going to be on open canvas. So thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. This is an awesome opportunity and I love what you're doing. You know, Um, you know, it's, it's crazy that, I mean, when we met, I know you had started it already, Mm. but like we spoke and then it was like, hey, like, I've gotten other opportunities from doing Open Canvas, and mm. I'm like, wow, I missed out on so much, <laughs> and then I got formal, so it's like, but um, I'm really grateful, you know, you, you took the time to sit down and talk, and, you know, like you said, it's really been a long time coming, mm. like, it was, I think, mean, like you said, yeah, I do agree with you, it's, the right time yeah you know
0: yeah
1: absolutely Yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you this has been The Open Canvas I'm Taj Alexander with my friend
1: Nina Wata yes <laughs>
0: peace. peace thank you. that was awesome <laughs> to find out more about The Open Canvas hit up our website theopencanvas.com also stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas and for any questions or inquiries hit up my email taj t-a-j dot opencanvas at gmail.com This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.